only here in spirit this evening because he had plans and didn't want to hang out with any of his friends. That's okay. We got somebody much more smooth to come in and take his place. That's right. We got the one and only J Mike. J Mike, how we doing? I figured if I stalked the chats of enough TFA live shows that eventually, hopefully, probably in some shape or fashion, I'd be invited on. So uh, just so happens to be when Robbie's not here. We love you, Robbie, and I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. We're we're all a little bit disappointed, but that's fine. My prop talk partner over there, Cody Kutzer, is going to be here with us tonight as well. Hi, Cody. Yep. Hi. How how what was are... your day with a backpack? It was long. It was hot. Uh, trying to get a soon-to-be three-year-old to stand in a line. To wait for a ride is not an easy task, but we made it. We persevered. We pushed through. I was worried whenever you said, like, you know, we have someone smooth on, then you were going to bring my nasally ass into the – I was like, I'm not smooth. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah. it was going to be saving the best for last, letting letting it build up, and then bring J. Mike in. But you just you just hit him, hit him first. It- it you know it was gonna be and then I saw his face and I couldn't I couldn't keep it anymore I got I got excited I jumped the gun my wife will you know she'll back that up I get I, it it happens really quick sometimes all right today I, I came up with a fun little exercise we're going to do uh, some over unders um, some are from DraftKings some others I just made up we did this last year uh, Robbie and I and this this is a fun one so I came up with forty props. First one, we're going to go with uh, – I'll, I'll swing this over to J-Mike. So we're, we can both hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Then, you know, whatever. It's done. It's a long ah, stupid. Ah. Um, yeah, there it is. Um, so I'll go over to, you know, somebody first, and then somebody, if they want to chime in afterwards, feel free. Uh, Carson Wentz, game started, 12 and a half. This was by far – the just worst of the intro to the regular just get to it's that we've ever had. No question of the week. I'm just ramming it right down your throats. J. Mike, save us. Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, at this point, the, I, I think the, the – again, just to clarify, he's got to play, what is it, 75% of the snaps so yeah, that so, so that Philadelphia so gets screwed out of there first. Is that, is that, is that no, right? No, so – so Indy gets screwed out of there first. Yes. So it's 75% of the snaps um, or 70% and the Colts make the playoffs in order for that pick to go from a two to a one. So that number I said is a 12 and a half. So that sets that up to be right at that 70, 75% of the snaps. So I'm, what say you 12 and a half? I am of the, I'm of the opinion on the under here. Give, give me, give me 12. Uh, I believe that if they if they truly believe that he's all the way back from the foot issue and he's going to be ready for week one, that's great and all. But to sit here and act like he's going to be pushing through the season or that he's likely not to be missing any other games, not just for the foot, not just for the neck that he's had before, not just because of the head injuries before, not because of his knee. Like, and it's not to say Carson, I'm not trying to say anything disparaging about Carson, but just in general, he's prone to miss games. 
Give me the under. Philadelphia sadly only gets the second. They don't get the first. Uh, and, and still, somehow, some way, uh, Carson will find a way to break Philadelphia's heart as well as Indianapolis's in the same season. Ooh, yeah, that happens. Code, what do you think? At first, I wanted to slam the, slam the over, but then J. Mike routed off eighteen injuries, and now I I am not so I am not so certain. And then the the, the double heartbreak. Who can go against the double heartbreak? Seems destined. I can. You know, I had faith in Carson Wentz. I did. He was the MVP before he got hurt. We won the Super Bowl that year anyway. I think he finally comes through for us in the end, and we get the first-round pick. Now, we're talking about all those injuries. He had the foot injury. That was a weird injury. And then Quentin Nelson having the same one like a day later. That was just like a – just odd. So Twang. last year he didn't get – last year he didn't get hurt. He was just bad, and he got benched. The year before, he didn't miss any games until that playoff game where he had the concussion, which was a freak event. So in the last two years, he hasn't really missed any – he hasn't missed a regular season game due to injury in the last two years. That, so that, I'm going – That's the thing, Tom. It, it's not It's not that necessarily like soft tissue or anything with him. Just like you said, it feels like they're always freak injuries. Weird. In the same breath, I think that if – Indianapolis wants to maximize what they have in him and the hopes that they have of trying to get to the playoffs. I don't see them unless everything is just really bad early. I don't see them just running him out there 24 seven always and forever. And maybe they do. And maybe they're going to have to in order to get back to the playoffs like they did last year by the skin of their teeth with, you know, dusty Phillip rivers from last year. Maybe Carson can be the piece that does that, but in the same, in the very same breath, I think that they're going to be quick to manage his snaps. I think they'll be quick to manage him coming back. Maybe he is ready for week one. Maybe we are all overplaying the injury talk in terms of that five to 12 week timeline that they gave us, which was super broad and didn't not very specific. So uh, it, it can, it can go a lot of different directions, but I, I'll take the under. Yeah. And I totally get that. I, I I'm more factoring in the fact that they ran the sixth most time, you know, six six most time in the league last year. They have a good offensive line, and I feel like they're going to manage him better than just throwing him back there behind a, a horrible offensive line to get destroyed every single time. So there's some hope in in that projection. So if it was Vegas, uh, don't take my advice for that. There's there's still a glimmer of you know love there. So whatever. We're gonna move on to another quarterback. We're gonna go game started. Rookie Trey Lance, thirteen and a half games started. We want to go with the over or the under here, Code? I'm going under. Uh, for the, you know, I know Jay, Mike, and myself are in lockstep with where we had him ranked. We have been on the Trey Lance bandwagon since the offseason, but as good as the flashes with Lance have been, there have been some things that he definitely needs to work on. He was raw coming out of college anyway, and, like, I don't think he's going to be – he hasn't even been getting the amount of reps with the first team. So I, I do think Garoppolo can hold on to that starting job for the first four to five weeks to make this hit the hit the under. So if I set that at 11 and a half, would that make that harder for you? Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We're just going to leave that long, awkward pause in there, too. We're not editing any of that out. So I can just... 
the, the piece of that for me when we look at when we look at the 49ers is they could really get out to a either a hot start or just one of those weird, really weird Jekyll and Hyde starts. And that could open the door for Trey Lance. But I, I really do believe that Shanahan is going to start Jimmy G to, to kick off the season. They've got the Lions out the gate. Then they play the Eagles, uh, a couple of road games, and they're home for the Packers. Then they are home the, for the Seahawks. The way you said the Eagles. What did I, what did I say? how I say the Eagles these days. It's great. Oh. They, then they've got the Eagles. The Eagles. <laughs> Queasy. Like you're choking down vomit, as you're saying. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I mean, it's, listen, no disrespect, Philadelphia. Oh, um, I disrespect them every day of my life. But, and then they then they have the Cardinals and the Colts, so yeah. you could see you could see them coming out um, and being three and three. You could see them being five and one. There's a lot going on with that team, and I think Jimmy G can be good enough. And that defense, obviously, that team is really good. If they're off to a good start in those first six games, um, like when when is the time that you'd bring Trey Lance in and feel really comfortable about it? Because um, we're looking at November seventh against the Cardinals, Rams maybe against the Jaguars. And by the time that's getting toward Thanksgiving, but then you're looking at a pretty, a pretty good schedule and a pretty good record probably for the 49ers at that point. So uh, I I see, I'm taking the heavy under here on Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe it's, maybe it's the, uh, during the bye week, Jay Mike, you know what I mean? Maybe they come out hot against the Lions and Eagles. And like you said, then you have, Pack Seahawks, Cardinals. If Jimmy G struggles, then they have their bye week and they come back with the Colts. So maybe you know what I mean that that could be the window of opportunity and the cliche after the bye week. Give him a week to get Lance in there. It's the bye week blues for Jimmy G. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's go on to the other rookie QB in Chicago, Justin Fields. I'll drop it a little bit based on the previous, uh, you know, what you said about Trey Lance there. We're going to go with 12 and a half. Jay Mike, what do you think? Oh, Matt Nagy. I tell you what, he loves, he loves him some bearded red rifle. Uh, Andy Dalton with the beard in Chicago. And and listen, I, I think he looks as studly as ever uh, he looks with, with, with the beard. I, I really dig it, Andy. Keep doing you, man. I'm an Andy fan. Here, here in the Natty, he was nothing but good to good to good to me. And any every time I had interactions with him, which is pretty just a dope dude. Uh, but they, man, they are screaming for hope, screaming for hope in Chicago, and everything that Justin Fields has done to this point in the preseason, and everything that Andy Dalton has not done in the preseason, uh, tells us that. Sooner rather than later, those boo birds will be out in Chicago. And if they don't get that sniff of hope with Fields, uh, even though they want to bring him along slowly, I am very confident Fields that we see Fields prior to Trey Lance. Uh, so, so give me the over here. Yeah, it, so it, it's funny with Justin Fields because he's one of those guys where you have the classic eye test with the players that are in the the building. So. As a coach, you you can't be like, all right, Andy Dalton gives us the best chance to win. You can't do it because they're all like, really, dude? So maybe you're like, all right, listen, Andy's going to get the start. He's the vet. We'll see how he does. And then maybe, you know, you gave him a shot. And then after a week or two, you move on Justin Fields if Andy Dalton isn't really doing that well. So I've got that over there as well. What do you think, Cody? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, the gap between – 
Andy and Justin is much closer than the gap right now between Jimmy and Lance. So you, you just let you let Andy Dalton just get snapped in half against the Rams week one, and then we can we that Fields chat is going to start to to heat up after that. Just let let Andy Dalton be the sacrificial lamb, and then bring in Justin Fields. Like Matt Nagy wants to be Andy Reid so badly. You can tell by the the moves that he has made. You know, talking about Andy Dalton's our starter with his ass on the hot seat. We're gonna see like I'm with Jay Mike. We will see um, Fields much sooner than we see Lance. And I want to yeah. make it clear. I don't want anybody thinking, "Oh man, Cody and Jay Mike they hate Trey Lance. They hate Justin." No, you need to understand. Tell them we. We love us some Justin Fields, and we love us some Trey Lance. Even more. We, we, we just want it to be known that we, I don't want anybody walking away from this thinking like, oh, they don't have the goods. We like them a lot better than the current starters in their respective cities. But with the way that the schedules lay out, with the way that these seasons look, listen, we, we could be looking at a really good 49ers team pushing for, the, pushing for the Super Bowl. We can be looking at a really terrible Bears franchise who's just hoping to uh, at least be – somewhat exciting in the NFC North and he's Justin Fields is going to be able to provide that uh, in Chicago. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. We're going to stick with some rookies here. Cody, I'm going to shoot it over to you first because this is your pre-draft boo. Michael Carter, total yards, nine (laughs) over 950 total yards. DraftKings, his rushing number is at 575. I already put money down on that. I would take the over on this. I already have him going over. I, I think he's going to have a, over a thousand yards combined. That, that's that's what I think. So, Coda Reno, I'll shoot this over to you. Go. It pains me to say, but I'm gonna have to go under. I have to go I, under. It. I. I. I uh, shot through the heart, and you're too late. You can't even say his name anymore. You have to refer just, him as Mr. Carter. I am just not ready to fully buy into this just offense just yet. Zach Wilson still feels a, a little a little shaky to me. I think it might be a little bit till he gets his feet underneath him. That offensive line is going to be a little bit better, but Tevin Coleman's still going to be in, be in there. And whenever Carter was drafted, I didn't look at him as a. 80% opportunity guy to begin with. So for him to get over that, you know, over 900 plus total yards, I, I think that's going to be an uphill battle in this offense. Like there hasn't been, we haven't had like two or three days in a row of like positive Zach Wilson reports. It's been like, okay, he bounced back. He was looking good. And the next day he's like, he is fucking dreadful. This is the worst. So I, I just think with the, with everyone learning a new system, trying to fit all those pieces together, we're still not entirely sure what uh, what Shanahan, what the young Shanahan is going to be bringing to that to that offense. So just there's there's too many question marks, too many moving pieces. I, I am uh, I, I'm going to pump the brakes. I don't think he's going to have a bad year, but over that total, I, I think that might be. A, a hill a little too tall to climb. Pop quiz, guys. When it come, when we look at the 2021 season, I'm just or when we looked at the 2020 season, 
this will be really this will be a fun experiment. Pop quiz. Tell me in order to get to 1000 total yards as a running back. What do you think that threshold is in terms of where you land? If you got 1000 yards, where do you land within the running back um, rankings or the running back finishes? If he if Michael Carter gets 1000 yards, where do you think it puts him? Is he top 24, top 30? Like what what do you all think in there? He's going to be outside the top 24. What do you think, Cody? Like right around that 30 range, like okay. above RB, RB3. 26 so to 30. Very good. So, and I appreciate y'all going through that quick exercise, and it's a weird thing to think about, but I was just doing some quick research as you talked through that, Cody. Uh, the baseline, so the floor, if Michael Carter got 1,000 yards total combined, the floor last season was Miles Sanders at running back number 23. 867 yards rushing, 197 yards receiving. As I do this quick, and somebody's probably going to fact check me, but I've been scanning here as y'all were going, and I can't find anyone who got a combined 1,000 yards who finished below Miles Sanders at RB23. So if Michael Carter does that, that means that he's an RB2, even though it's a back-end RB2. You're probably, I don't know how you feel in terms of expectations, um, but if he can shake way in that offense to be able to do that, I would be shocked. Absolutely shocked. And it's not because of talent. It's because, like you just talked about, Cody, there's a ton of guys in that backfield. Uh, and, I, and I think we may be looking at San Francisco East here where a ton of guys will end up getting their opportunity throughout the season. Uh, give me the under. Uh, Carter's a good player. But, again, I'm, I'm also tepid with this Jets offense until we really start seeing uh, what's going to shake out in the season. It's all right. I'm, I'm higher on Michael Carter than most this year because I'm lower on everyone else in that offense. But that's okay. There's somebody else I think we're both we're all going to agree that we're high on Najee Harris, Cody. Hey, oh, your guy, your first round pick. Instead of an offensive lineman, I know you love it. I'm Not gonna mine. make you sit here and wait before you talk to it. I'm gonna go to Jay Mike. 1350 combined yards. So that's total yards rushing and receiving. That is what they have over at DraftKings. So Najee Harris, 1350 total yards. Man, 1350 is going to make him like a top 10 RB if he can get 1350. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Give me the the over. I'll take the over. Give me the over. Okay. Uh, I like it, Code. Yeah. Do you have gas? Are you on the toilet, sir? It's making me nauseous thinking about the Steelers. So (laughs) I might poop myself. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna go over as well. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he gets. You know, he gets eighty percent of that through through the ground. I think they're just gonna feed him the rock as often as he can possibly handle it. So I think just on volume alone, even if he has sub four yards per carry, he's probably getting to that. You know, that one thousand eleven hundred kind of rushing plateau. And if he can just chip in, you know, two to three hundred yards through the air, I think he gets there. Yeah. Um, for reference, his over under for receptions is at forty as well. So Vegas sees him catching a lot of balls. So that's the number I have for the next guy, the receiver apparently that the Jaguars drafted in Travis Etienne. So we're going forty receptions for the receiver Travis Etienne. Uh, what do you think, Shane? Like over or under forty. Give me over. Uh, I, I, fi- I find it very difficult that Urban Meyer does not leverage him 
often uh, that Trevor Lawrence doesn't find him as a super comfortable target uh, when he may be getting in trouble. Uh, give me give me the over. And I think Travis Etienne can really do some damage in the air with, as well. I would take the over as well. And J. Mike, I'd also like to take this moment to thank you for the free uh, Schobert sweepstakes. That was that was very nice of you guys to just hand him over for free. So next time you talk to your boy Herb, tell him uh, Pittsburgh said thank you. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. That's not my boy. Don't do don't do that. All right, we're gonna stick. This is our last rookie running back. We're gonna talk about Javante Williams fantasy finish over or under eighteen and a half. Cody under. I, 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 I'm not sure how quickly he takes over that backfield. I feel like even whenever he does, quote-unquote, take over it, I still think that Melvin is going to be involved enough to keep him from I, – I still think he finishes like as a back-end RB2, but I think you know we could see something where Melvin, the first three or so weeks, he's kind of leading that, and there's a little bit of a transition. I think all of that – will keep him from finishing inside the top 18. What was the what was the number and the metric? 18 and a half fantasy finish in a, in a PPR league. Fantasy finish. Yep. Listen man, the DU I can't even hold Melvin Gordon out of any games, man. That dude is that dude is indestructible at this point. I I'll take the I'll take the under as in he will finish outside of the 18, top 18. Okay, that's the over. Or is that over? Yeah, so give me the over. Yeah, My so apologies. Okay, all right. I think that's about where he's going to be, but like we saw rookie running backs that came on a little bit late last year. J.K. Dobbins is RB24. CEH was 22. DeAndre Swift came on late, and he was 18. So that's why I set that number at 18 and a half, so. I can see that under, but that that's a tough one. It just depends on how how quick he gets that job because I feel like once he gets that job, he's going to run with it. All right, we're going to go over to rookie, rookie wide receivers here. Devonta Smith Chewbacca. receiving yards. What? You said rookie. Wookie? Wookie wide receivers <laughs> here. We're going to go Levanta Smith receiving yards. 800 yards. <laughs> Devonta <laughs> Smith receiving yards. 800 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, give me the, give me the over. I'm heavy over, heavy over. I didn't know you could do the chewy. I mean, with the beard, I get an Ewok vibe, but I didn't, I didn't ever see the chewy man. Things that make you oh, go beautiful. Things that make you, you go. Me. Yeah, Devonta, give me All the right. over, 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 oh, over. Eight, okay, so. If you bet, DraftKings has it at seven seventy-five. Oh, definitely over. Yeah, your defense is trash. You're gonna have to throw the ball a bunch. All right, here's uh, the those those route running skills will translate to the NFL level. As much as I love Jalen Rager, seems like one step forward, two steps back for him. If we could just, if you could just convince him that every day was training camp, we'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> we we would, so, we would be fantastic. I love Jalen Rager, but so anybody, it's going to be Goder, Devonta. Apparently, you guys are also targeting the running backs a bunch. 
They are. Give, give, give me the over on Smitty C. I say over. By yeah, I think he's. I think he can get over to uh, over a thousand yards if things break right. I don't think the defense is going to be nearly as bad as as we think. That new D coordinator, he, he's got them all amped up, man. They're, they're actually running things the way that sh- they should be run. Um, now I'm absolutely Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon has actually changed things from from Schwartz, where they're not running a wide nine and and just a shit sis to get shit on. Obviously, um, their linebackers are free to run, and they're not putting their corners on an island. It's actually pretty refreshing. So the only thing I, I said I thought you said there um, was the defense, and I think that defense is going to be surprisingly good, and it's got me a little Buddy, shook. I, it's got I, me I shook. Hate, man. I, I hate to see you do this to yourself. Richard, no, no, no. Ga- Richard Gannon ain't helping you. Jonathan Gannon. Dick Gannon. Whatever. Jamar Chase, 10-25. Cody. Ugh, over. I think the hate is going too far. Mm. I don't care about these drops. I don't care about the separation. You want to talk about another team that's going to be throwing a boatload because the defense yep. is absolute booty hole, booty cakes. Yeah. Uh, Bengals wide receivers last year, they had three wide receivers that had over 100 targets. None of them eclipsed, none of them eclipsed 1,000 yards. Uh, and T Higgins just barely ticked over 900 yards. Um, I think that it's T Higgins who's the one that gets the over on the yardage. I don't know about Jamar Chase, and maybe if we're looking at him coming in and getting like 120 targets out the gate if we're if that's what we're saying then perhaps i can get in on i can get in on over a thousand and i think that's where you have to decide whether or not you're laying that bet there i'm gonna take the under and it's not by much give me the under if i said that at a thousand would you take the over i'm i'm still i'm still tepid Okay. All right. So uh, when his prop initially came out, it was uh, 1090, and then they dropped it to under 1,000 yards because all the money went so heavy on that under, it moved the line. Mm. Um, and then it bounced back up. <clears throat> all right. Last, well, no, we're going to go to another rookie, Kyle Pitts. Over. Touchdowns. Over. Over. <laughs> Set it at twenty. Right, it, over. It was seven, seven and a half. So we're gonna go over on that, I suppose. Yes. That's what. So that's what Vegas has him at at seven and a half touchdowns. So if you like that, get over there. Yes. All right. So his Everything fantasy over. finish. Three and a half fantasy finish. Over. Over. Over means. Outside. Yeah. Of the, outside of the top three. Oh. Yeah. Well then, I mean under. I like Pitts a lot. I just, I just could see three. I could just see him being top five. I could even okay. see him. I can even see. I can see him being top three. I can see him getting the targets and all those things necessary for it. But I, I, I hesitate to put him ahead of Kelsey. I hesitate to put him ahead of Waller. And there's always some weirdo freak that hops up out of nowhere with craziness or super efficiency. Whether it's Tunyon with the touchdowns or uh, whether it's Hawkinson, who's the only quote unquote proven. I don't know commodity in Detroit. Like just and or Mark Andrews having a resurrection there in, in Baltimore after not being what we hoped he would last season. So uh, a lot of guys at the top of the tight end position that, that are worthy, quote unquote. So uh, I can see Pitts being awesome and maybe finishing four and, and 
So, so I originally had him at four and a half and changed it on the fly because you were basically like over whatever bet. I'm like, all right, I'll just move it down one. So if it's four, <laughs> four and a half, you're just like, uh, I don't want to touch it. Probably you're like, it's right there, right? It's it's, it's not that I don't, I don't want to touch it. Um, I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't mean to I don't mean to dominate conversation there. I could just see him having an absolutely awesome season and perhaps not finishing top three and like that's not no shame against him but also if he does what i think a lot of us think that he can do and now with no julio there then maybe he's just going to rip the roof off of every projection and just yeah. really re- really just do something special uh all right we're gonna go jalen waddle 750 yards the, the, listen do i m- must i must i say again <laughs> Get, just go ahead and preach Jalen Waddle top 24 wide receiver is my is one of my hot takes for this season Jalen Waddle uh being the the piece I think that Tua needs in that offense he didn't have a guy who could get open in short area last season didn't have a guy who was winning much deep down the field last season Jalen Waddle is going to win an area in every area of the field he's going to be able to catch those bubble screens and do real damage and make people look like it's NBA street out there falling over with crossovers and stuff Jalen Waddle, uh, give me give me all the all the ducats. Uh, I'll take the over. He's the straw that stirs the offensive drink. Yeah, I think we see uh, the NFL blitz <laughs> speed. You know, the the fires just coming off of him. I, I think it's what we. I think it's what we see. I, I'm I'm also going to take the over. I, I'm I'm in. I'm joining Jay Mike. I'm not going to let Kevin Steele bring us down. I hope he listens to this, and I hope he shits his pants, and I hope he spits out his coffee on his way to work. Well, good, because I was the original Jalen Waddle stand, and I got so much shit from Kevin. It wasn't even funny. He was like, do you even watch tape, bro? Like, that was what I felt like he was trying to say to me. Like, do you watch tape? I said, do you watch tape? He's got like six yards of fucking separation on every route. I don't understand this. What's wrong? Oh, he's only going to be a deep threat. Oh, he's just John Raw. Do you watch that boy on slants? I don't understand. Like, he's... His initial quickness off the line, he's immediately open. Hello, Jalen Waddle. Well over. That's what DraftKings has him as. So go bet that. Uh, Terrace Marshall, I had to make this one up because they don't have any props on him. Five and a half touchdowns. Uh-huh. Uh, look at the math. The math is going through both your head. You're just, oh, it's great. I could literally see the algorithms coming out of both of your faces. That's the first algorithm one I, I've actually seen by both of you. So that's good. I'm just glad you said algorithm right twice in a row. Um, Listen, I can say algorithm. It's not a last name. It's fine. Go ahead. I bet it is. Throw something at me. I'll say it. Someone hasn't seen Space Jam, A New Legacy, because that's certainly the dude's name, Al G. Rhythm. It's Mm. a bad guy. Just saying. Anywho, sorry. Go ahead, Cody. (laughs) You know what? Give me the the over. I'm going to take the over there. I think he could come in and immediately be their best red zone weapon. Uh, like, uh, like DJ Moore, everyone keeps talking about him being a ten top 10 guy year over year, never gets there. The TDs aren't there. Robbie Anderson goes out, gets a thousand catches, has like three touchdowns. This, you know, outside of McCaffrey, I think you're looking at Marshall being your best red zone weapon. Like that, that's a mismatch right off the spot if they're going to be playing him out of the slot as well. So I uh, g- g- give me the over. Give me the over. I think he gets to 
I'm going to say seven. Okay. Seven tut-tuts. So, right. so, so what was the number again, 16 and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half. Touchdowns. Do you let me ask? Let me ask us as a group. Do do we believe that Teddy Bridgewater really held the offense back last season? Do we feel like? Do we feel like he held the offense back? And Sam Darnold's the piece that pushes the offense forward. I like Sam Darnold there. Um, I think he'll be good. But at the same time, I I like Terrence Marshall, especially in the red zone, because that's the one thing that they seem to be missing. Robbie Anderson already being banged up. DJ Moore. I love DJ Moore, but in the red zone, it's like Deshaun Jackson. He gets to be the point where he's like damn more, like useless. So it's C, it was CMC or bust or what random third, fourth wide receiver touchdown. It was weird. So I like Terrace Marshall to get that score, no matter who's playing quarterback. But, yeah, I, I, I like Sam Darnold to actually bring that offense forward. This, this, yeah. this is, I think this is my only stay away, at least so far, that we've had. I, I'm not, okay. I don't feel particularly strong about this one either way. Uh, for the sake of the podcast, I don't want to. I don't want to punk out when I'm, when I'm guessing on a podcast here. Uh, so, give me the under. And I'm, I'm not the biggest Terrace Marshall fan as it is, admittedly. Uh, so I don't. I don't want to sound like a hater, but I don't know that he's coming out seven touchdowns when nobody got more than four last year. Let's go! Like I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, I feel like the the Teddy Bridgewater thing is like. You traded in your 2015 cruise for like a 2016 Chevy cruise, and you got like a sunroof. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's it's an upgrade, but like, did you really upgrade that much? But it's the like, but, but then you think about okay, if CMC's healthy, then all of a sudden we threw a Hemi in the in that mug, and now it looks like ready to go. Like mm-hmm. all, the NOS and all the all the bells and whistles. So I don't know. It's, hot, it's, hot, it's hot, hot diggity, hot diggity. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there, Chris, Christian Welsh. That's that's the Terrence Marshall Stan on TFA, and he's and, and he's probably going to get after you for saying Terrence Marshall as opposed to Terrence. Terrence. I said Terrence. I listen. It's a name. I fuck him up. <laughs> Algorithm. It's fine. Boom. All right, we're moving on. Trevor Lawrence. La- Lawrence. Lawrence. I got that one right too. Thirty-eight hundred yards. Jay, Mike, that's you. As the resident person in this group who roots for yes. all things Duval currently, uh, listen, I, I would be thrilled, thrilled if Ter- Trevor Lawrence passed for 3,800 yards next season. Uh, I, I just believe that Urban finds a way to mess things up. I, I am I'm so out on Urban. I'm so in on him ruining Trevor. Uh, with that said, if he's getting 3,800 yards, it's going to put him right around middle of the pack in terms of uh, – QB 15, 16. That's what we saw last season. Um, I could probably get that. Is, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to go under. I'm going I'm to go under because I think that he gets there with his legs in terms of finishes, but not for the 3,800 in the air. All right. So you're, you did you remember the extra game? Hmm, no, I never remember the extra game. I didn't remember the extra game for any of this. Gosh. But, well, then over does, for everything for Jalen. I'll be over <laughs> all of them right now. Uh, no, I don't know. The, I don't know. The The real question is, how many games has Gardner Minshew played since apparently this is an open competition? <laughs> and apparently needs an enema because he can't take a number two. Um, I don't know. What? Should, Pardon? You, you didn't hear the joke about him saying he, he can't he – can't, like I can't, I can't handle any of this number two talk. I haven't even been able to poop in weeks. You missed that quote. That's fantastic. Oh man, yeah. it's gold. 
Both of you missed it? Oh man! No, no, I got, I, I, I heard it. Yeah. Oh, that's so he's, he's so never... on draft. Go ahead. No, just go. <laughs> <laughs> I said it at thirty-eight hundred, uh, but his his over under on DraftKings at forty fifty, and I thought that was high. So, yeah, yeah, four thousand out the gate. I mean, cool. Yeah, best prospect since Andrew Luck, and all. Like, come on, still. Still, it's Jacksonville. Yeah. We ruined things. Uh, right. Yeah. You sound like an Eagles fan, bro. You all right? <laughs> no, I'm not you sound okay. like me. I'm not <laughs> okay. Should we just have a podcast where we just talk <laughs> negativity? We're like, all right, this is your weekly negativity session, J, Mike, and Tom. <laughs> Welcome to Fandom Sadness. Yeah, it'll be, be great. All right, Cole, what do you think? 3,800. Why just use a calculator for algorithmic reasons? Um, I did it from 4,100 because I couldn't remember what you said it was, the actual line. But if he plays all 17 games, that's only an average of 241.17 yards per game. I know. Like it, that seems attainable. It's attainable. That's why it's set yeah. there. Like, can Urban really ruin T-Law? Yeah. I think it's a non-zero percent chance. Or a non-zero chance, however that saying goes. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the over in the thirty-eight hundred. Okay. I don't know if I would. Over. I don't know if I would touch. I don't know if I would touch the other line, but thirty-eight hundred. I'll, I'll take the over. You've got some good lines cooking here, Corson. Well done. These last well, two with Terrace and now now Lawrence. I'm really I'm really nervous. All right, good. I'm glad. All right, we're gonna go to the next one. This is our. We're done, rookies. We're we're going to big hitters now. Okay. I I tried to keep it away from you know mostly shitty players. They're mostly good. Because the shitty players confuse the people. So we're going to go with C.D. Lamb here at 10.50. Cody, you already know where I'm at. I'm on the over on this. This is one of my bets to take. C.D. Lamb to the moon this year. 10.50. His receptions, 83.5. Over. Thank you very much. Everything. Six and a half touchdowns. Over. Just go Just go to your local casino and put everything on C.D. Lamb. All right. J. Mike, C.D. Lamb, 10.50. Go. I can't even think of the movie reference. Put it all on black. All yes. on black. All of it. <laughs> all of it on lamb. All of it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over mm-hmm. over on all things lamb. I'm with you there. All right. Code. Clean sweep. <clears throat> all right. Amari is at 11.75. Over yet again. There? Over yet again, yeah. He got 1,100 yards last year. We, get, we have the extra game. We'll see how he is in terms of his health. Over. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Same? Okay. No. These are both on Vegas, so if you want to go bet them, bet them there. And remember, he had 1,100 yards with the amalgamation of Danucci, Dalton, Gilbert. Yeah. That happened. That was real life. The Holy <laughs> Trinity. I know. All right. This this one, we're getting to, into some fun With ones. all Antonio our powers G- combined. <laughs> you don't even form a Nick Foles with all your powers. We will form Good look. a quarter and not of Philadelphia. a that, Not even Philadelphia Nick Foles. Chicago Nick Foles. For fuck's sake. Antonio Gibson. Total yards. It's like half a Brock Osweiler. <laughs> How dare you, sir. <laughs> Gibson, right. what you got? Antonio Gibson, total yards. Cody... Antonio Gibson total yards thirteen hundred over or under. Over. I'm I'm all in on the on the Gibby train. All right. 
a mm-hmm. lot a lot of the same thoughts I have for Najee. Like I think Gibson gets close to like one thousand yards, eleven hundred yards rushing. And then uh, you know, if, if his pass game involvement ticks up the way that we think it will. I mean, JD McKissick got a hundred targets last year for crying out loud. Like even if you know, even if he can siphon forty, thirty. Yeah. Yeah. The, even the if you can do that, like we we know we know the kind of player that Gibson is. Shout out to the people's champ for bringing him into our life early on and blessing us with, with the greatness that was Antonio Gibson. But yes, I'm uh, I'm all in on him this year. I think he crushes. All right. Can I have that number again, Tom? 1,300. Total yards? Rushing and receiving. I'm I'm just way more certain in the volume of, of one like Najee, who we talked about earlier right around this number, than I am with Gibson in terms of just opportunity. Not Gibson's awesome. I think he did a lot of nice things, and he's one of those pivot like like uh, like your your draft your season kind kind of hang on the hinges of what you believe Antonio Gibson is or what he can be. Because um, if you get it right, I think that you'll you'll be able to to make make some some nice dollars. Give me the over, and I'm not confident in it. All right. Do you think he can get 80 yards a game? Uh, just total? Yep. Yes. Yeah. He needs 76 yards a game to get 1,300 yards. Man, these these numbers are so weird when you when you break them down. I guess, uh, yeah, well, all right. Well, all right then. Over. Algorithmic. <laughs> Algorithms, right? I mean, he had, uh, he had uh, 1,042 yards from scrimmage last year in 14 games. He only started 10 of those. Is that a is that a real line, Tommy, or is that, that is a is that... real line on DraftKings? Well, I know what I'm doing after this. Man, this is why I said maybe we should make this a prop talk. For, forget baby. the move. So this is like a prop talk Dino Show crossover, baby. <laughs> We're educating your asses. All right, all right. This is how you make money, by the way. All right, you just listen. So let's let, hold on, real quick. Let's bring let's bring Dynasty into this mix. What is the most you're willing to give up in terms of picks? Because I think it's hard to like do it with players. So let, let's just talk picks. Three first. Picks no, four, for oh, four first. Fuck it. Why not? I don't even care. Mm. Well, you don't count because that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I give my first up every year and recoup them back in other trades. So I don't give a shit about giving them back. Or giving them for a, for a guy like that, if it costs three firsts, why am I not giving that up? Why? Hmm. I, I, I've I've got one involving players, real quick, Cody. If if you please, if you, okay. So let's think about this in the in the context of tight end premium. I saw this Discord the other day. Antonio Gibson or combination of J.K. Dobbins and Dallas Goddard. Which side do you want? Gibson. And I like Goddard a lot. Cold man, nervous? Gibson. Okay. Not really nervous. Um I I I JK Dobbins is growing on me like a like a fine fungus. Like it like his it's starting to I'm starting to like buy into it. Um but yes, give me give me Gibson there. Because I am also of the 
the uh, the University of Josh Josh the University of John L Bosch School of Thought to where tight end premium really doesn't matter all that much unless yeah. it's a unless it's double you know what I mean yeah I want I want Gibson as well um, and in the in the context of picks I have a really hard time moving three three firsts for anybody just in general and I can I get it like course and if you're all in like go sweet but i can't do it so here's the <laughs> deal i'm doing if i'm a contender and they're late firsts i'm doing it that's why because i'm going to be able to recoup that value it, so if you're a good owner you can give up three first round picks for a guy if you believe in him and he winds up being a top five or six guy and you'll be able to trade other stuff away and it's going to be fine you're going to make your money i want to make my money so, are you making that trade now though or are you making that trade like mid-season when, when are you trying when are you making the move if I know I'm in a contender going into the season right now, yeah. but so a lot mm. of the leagues I play in, I offer three first round picks to people and they're probably going to turn it down because they think they're a contender. Wow, man. Interesting. That's very interesting. I'm sorry. I, I would love to go deeper down the rabbit hole, but I know we're here for the props. Yeah. yeah. But this is, this is hold, on, hold on. Yeah. I got to I just pulled up the DLF trade finder. Uh, the most recent trade with Antonio Gibson came in yesterday. And it's Gibson and JT on one side, McCaffrey, Terrace Marshall, and a 2022 first on the other side. Gibson, JT. Oh! Wow. Gibson, JT. Wow. Oh, I want to have that trade's babies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what else to say. Give me JT. Oh, my. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook and Deami Brown or Gibson and Elijah Moore? Gibson Moore. Gibson and Justin Je- – Je- Gibson for Justin Jefferson straight up. Come on now. You you know – no Justin Jefferson slander over here. So, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, they're like dead even in Dynasty ranks. That's a nice, so, that's a nice but, trade. Yeah, that's good. It depends on that's that's team need. That's all that is. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna keep this moving. Since we're talking about Antonio, I knew this would happen. Fantasy finish among running backs, five and a half or over, over or under. J Mike. Gibson over five and a half? Yep. So is he gonna um, be top six? Out, outside, yeah, I'll say outside top six. All right. Yeah. Top seven? So- I mean, he could be top ten, but I mean, at, at that point, when you're looking at six to ten, like, what's re- what's really the separation? Right. I got you. Well, you're not going to like the next one. JT eight and a half over or under fantasy finish. Mm-hmm. Outside. So wait, what, which one's under? Which one's over? <laughs> over it, the number is eight and a half. So the over would wind up being nine, ten, eleven, twelve, whatever. Okay, over. So that's all that is. I was going to give you a condescending answer, and then I said, you know what? Maybe this is kind of confusing for listeners, so I'm actually going to explain it. Eight and a half is a really good number. I know. I did it. That's a great number. Mm. I'll I'll say under with the hopes that he gets more third down work and that he can get more goal line work and that he can be part of the solution for Indianapolis earlier in the season rather than mm-hmm. him having that late push that he had last season. 
Right. Um, but that's a Agreed. lot of hoping. That's a lot of hoping <laughs> for, for that to happen. Yeah, but I think all of it's common sense. So that's where I think the hoping comes into play. You can hope, and if it's common sense, a lot of the time, some of that, some of that at least plays out. Um, <clears throat> next one, Dalvin fantasy finish three and a half over or under. Under, I, th- I think he's a top three guy. I mean, obviously the the elephant in the room is the the injury oh. history. Um, but assuming he plays fifteen games. Yeah, fourteen to fifteen. I, I think that's. I think it's. I think he's locked in for a top three. Yeah, Z- Zimmer wants to run, and and he's the straw that stirs the drink there in Minnesota. So, uh, if he's healthy, top three is. And uh, yeah, you can see that it's pretty clear. Under. All right, next one. Miles Sanders total yards, twelve fifty. Man, all this too listen too much chitter chatter about uh Boston Scott and. Kenneth Gainwell and all these people siphoning touches away from Miles Sanders. Uh, I want to say under, but I just sit there and talked about how he's the floor for like 1,000 yard folks. And all it takes is a couple of bounces for him to be able to be around that. I'll say under again, more I'm not confident in just because Philadelphia is such a weird thing for me right now. No disrespect, Tom. <laughs> no, disrespect away, sir. Disrespect away. That's we're here for that. It's just weird, man. That place, the, the way that they talk about the team, like it's everything around that team right now. Just the vibes are so strange. I love Miles Sanders this year. I think the slander's gone too far. Cody, our last show, we talked about it. One of my bold takes was him going over fourteen hundred yards. I think they have to run. They're gonna run a lot with Jalen Hurts. I think that opens a ton up with Miles Sanders. I think he's going to get more receiving work, even if he has a bunch of drops, which he will. Uh, he's still going to get a lot of receiving work because they're throwing the running back so much. So I have him as as over 1,200 pretty easily, and that is a line you can get at TK. Cody, what do you think? I will go over as well. It seems like from the reports that we've gotten in camp that, one, the Eagles line is healthy, which is a big deal, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles. And two, it seems like they're starting to gel together well. It seems like they're able to rip open some holes. I keep saying this, and I feel like I'm just like I'm painting such a rosy picture for everybody. And like I feel like my soul is just going to be crushed with all of these at some point. But if he can get to a thousand rushing yards, he has to average what twenty receiving yards per game over seventeen games to be, you know, what I mean, to be able to get to that that twelve hundred. So. I'll I'll take the over. I'm there with you, Tom. I think I think the hate has gone a little bit too far, and even if he's not getting the majority of the receiving work that he should be, um, you know, all, all he has to do is rip off a couple a couple screens here and there to pad those stats. So I'll, I'll go over with you, buddy. Yeah, and that's seventy point five yards a game for Miles, and I think he he can get that. So I think it's going to come down to health for him. All right, next one, J.K. Dobbins fantasy finish, 15 and a half. 15 and a half, J.K. Dobbins. Cody yeah, I'll go first seven. here. Give, yeah, give me the over just because I think that Gus Edwards is just the right amount of thorn in the side. Um, not not that Dobbins won't be uh, an asset this season or productive, uh, but, but Gus – is is a pretty good running back himself. Yeah. And if he's going to be stealing goal line touches, then uh JK can find himself really hoping that 
hey, can y'all finally start throwing me the ball out of the backfield? <laughs> no? Okay, cool. I guess I'll just work between the 20s then. Thanks. Guess I'll just go over here and fuck myself. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, – I'll, I'll take the over as well for, for all the reasons that J. Mike just, uh, just mentioned. Yeah, it's a clean sweep and it's sad, but that number I think is just I love right Gus to Edwards. the point. Yeah. You love Gus Edwards? <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it's a tough one. So yeah. yeah, so never mind. I'm not gonna give him this. But yeah, that's a tough one. So we're gonna go to another guy. Darrell Henderson. Nineteen and a half fantasy number. J Mike, go. Hey, give me the under here. I think the Rams offense will be a really fun uh, thing to see this season. I think Stafford's the the, the piece that McVay's waited his whole life for this moment. No more Kirk Cousins in Washington and no more uh, dealing with Jared Goff and whispering sweet nothings in his ear until 12 seconds left on the play clock and all the other nonsense. Stafford's going to be fun. That offense is going to get a t- ton of scoring opportunity. And really, I don't see the running back on the team that's going to be stealing touches from him at all. Henderson, uh, plenty of work to be gotten and in an offense that's going to be uber productive. Uh, give me the under. Cody, that look, on, that look is like you're like you're <laughs> I wish I don't know if people are going to be seeing this video version or not, but it, that's like a look of like like you're a sommelier or something like you're trying to figure out what are all of the flavors in this what are the tannins <laughs> let me see the tannins that tastes like grilled oranges mm, like what what, what is that eggplant <laughs> can't be eggplant Burnt oh i ash. ate eggplant mm, charcoal mm. Mm. that's piney wood at the nose <laughs> Reminds okay. me of a tube sock. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm. <laughs> Have you ever drank wine? Just Franzia. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that look was like thinking about like, okay, yes, it's Rams offense. And then all of a sudden, Cam Akers just came wandering t- into my mind. I just couldn't get. I Don't. couldn't get cammed. See that? That's that's why. That's why I did that. I, I was like trying to like fight back tears, and I knew if I started to talk immediately, the voice would start to crack, my lips would tremble, and it like it wouldn't have been. It, it would have been an ugly scene. I would have been ugly crying. I I that that is another good number, Thomas. I will go under on that as well. But I also don't believe Daryl Henderson is all that good, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be smashing the under. But I, I do think a, a top nineteen season is is within the realm of possibility for him. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna throw the ball. All right, and Calvin Ridley. It's Calvin Ridley season. It was Calvin Ridley season last year, but it's Calvin Ridley season this year. Touchdown, saying- Calvin Ridley. What? Colin Ridley. DJ Calvin Colin Ridley. Ridley. Calvin Ridley, sir. I'll speak in a British accent for the rest of the show if you need me to. No, don't do that. Go back. I don't want to do that. Calvin Ridley, 10 and a half touchdowns, under or over. I will go under. What what what's the number again, Tom? I'm sorry. My headphones were doing so, some crazy stuff. Hold on a second. Got them headphones doing backflips. Uh Calvin ten and a half. <laughs> Ten and a half, half on, I'm vibing. Uh, ten and Hold and on a half, second. I don't see where that meant. 
Hold on. Ooh. Yep. Okay. So Calvin Ridley touchdowns over and under. Vegas has it at 10. I'll say 10 and a half. Well, you know, I'll go nine and a half. Nine and a half touchdowns for Calvin Ridley. Over and under code. Uh, uh, this is exactly what you talked about, by the way. You were like, there might be a lot of like, <laughs> I don't know if we should go live because it might be like, oh, math. This week, old shepherd's pie. Oh, I don't know if I should eat it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you should eat it. It's shepherd's pie, bro. You should eat it. But then afterwards, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't realize the touchdown numbers he's been putting up. That is no slight to him. I just didn't realize that he has had 10, 7, and 9 in his three years. So give me the over. Okay. And it's it's so the one good thing about Vegas right now. So if you take that over 10 bet, you can push. So the over 10 is at minus 110. He's actually favored to get under 10, which I, I don't understand. So Vegas setting this at a number where you can push and get your money back, is that's a big deal to me. So uh, keep that in mind when you take that. So we'll still stick it at 9.5. So do you think he's going to get over or under 10 touchdowns? I'll say over. the. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, I just don't see how it doesn't happen. I agree completely. Receiving yards, 1350. Get it. Get it. Get it. Still, get still it, over. Get it. Still, still oh, yeah. over. I mean, he's he, he and, and again, you you've you've broken these down by by game. What is that? Like 80, 80 plus yards a game, 85 yards a game, maybe. Um, uh, if he's getting 85 yards a game, which I think is well within the that's, that's possibility. 80. 79 yards. Yeah. Give me give me the over. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. And so that's also something to keep in mind when you're doing – so Cody and I do prop talk, and we do every week we do like over-under. So when you have a guy average over 79 yards a, a cat or 79 yards a game and they set it at 83-and-a-half, four yards difference from the average, shit, take that. Come on, man. Win some money. All right, sorry. I digress. Devontae Adams, 11-and-a-half touchdowns. That's what Vegas has it at. What do we think? He had, I think, forty-seven touchdowns last year in six games, right? <laughs> that's forty-four. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. <laughs> forty-four. <laughs> that's what it felt like. If you owned them, that's what it felt like. It was fantastic. I'll take the over. Samezies. All right. I'm, I, I, go, I, uh, I'm all. I'm all about the. I'm all about the narrative, and the uh, the picture that both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams posted. The same day, at the same time, on on their what was I think it was the, the the IGs over there on the gram. They they posted it with the, the last dance. Yeah, I think I think they just go nuclear both of them this yeah. year. Obviously, Devontae wants to get paid. Green Bay's not going to do it. I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to grab his hand, and they're just both going to run out at the same time, just giving double birds on their way out. Crazy to me if they went to like this. Say they worked something out where they went to the same team somehow. Crazy. Just, I, I would it love it. Yes, Just for let the it score, I love it. Right. All right. So next one. This is one that's a little bit tougher to predict. DK Metcalf gamed over one hundred yards, five and a half. He had five last year. I figured I would tell you 
that he had five last year because that's a tough one to quantify. I originally set the number at seven, went back and looked, and put it at five. So I think I might say the over. I'm probably taking the over, too, if you believe all the reports out of camp. I think it's – is it Shane Waldron, new, new OC out of Seattle? I think. I could be mixing up names, but they they like what he's got going on in terms of picking up the pace at, in the offense. Uh, and it sounds like Petey Carroll's allowing to let Russ simmer again, um, perhaps perhaps even saute if he's lucky. Uh, which which could be good for DK. So get, give me the over, and DK takes another step toward uh, just being uh, an absolute alpha in that offense. He'd be garbage if the Eagles drafted him. Just want to put that out there. Go ahead, Code. <laughs> A-job version 2.0. Um, I'll take the over as well. I'm starting to warm up to the idea of using him and the – you know, short and intermediate on crossers and slants and things like that. And if you give, if you give that man some open space, he, uh, he gone. All right. Next one. We're going to go historic rookie wide receiver last year, Justin Jefferson. You said rookie wide receiver. Is that what you said? Oh, I did. I thought, okay. All right. So will he have a better season than he had last year over or under 1400 yards? Under. Under. And I love Justin Jefferson. That's fine. DK has it set at thirteen twenty-five. Over or under? I can see Jefferson under. being awesome and and still being under. Like I, I could see him yeah. still cooking like crazy and and being under that. Yeah. All right, we'll go. We'll go. So put the, the put the the dynasty spin on this. Oh, yeah. Good job doing the dynasty spin for the dynasty show or whatever. <laughs> so, Justin Jefferson, Marquez Valdez Scantling, or tight end Hakeem Butler, or Jerry Judy, Brian Edwards, and Patty Fryermuth. That, so, that, Je- that Jefferson, other side MBS, is really... Butler. It's basically just Jefferson, right? Right. Or Judy Edwards and the upcoming Penn State stud Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, Penn State, man. I, so I really like, I like Fryermuth, and I like Judy a lot. But give me Justin Jefferson, just because we don't know what's going to happen at QB for Jerry Judy, and I love Jerry Judy. If, if you ask me about the value piece. Probably taking Jefferson, but I think the issue is like I don't want to I don't want to give up that many assets to try to get him uh, for the one, especially especially if Brian Edwards can fulfill the the, the promise that a lot of people have for him from last season. Prophecy that, that will be it's a prophecy. You could <laughs> at this you, point, it's a goddamn prophecy. You could look up at the end of the season and be really sick that you made that deal because Justin Jefferson's still awesome, but Judy took a leap, Edwards took a leap, and Friar Muth all of a sudden is Heath Miller 2.0. Justin Jefferson or sorry, last one. Justin Jefferson or Kenny Galladay, the one oh four and the two oh four. Superflex. Uh negative. Hmm. If it was a superflex, I think we have yeah. a discussion. We both just kind of deflated when it said superflex? <laughs> no, no, we're uh. <laughs> It's it's still really fun at the top, right? So you're still looking at getting Anaji, uh, and Etienne, uh, Chase. 
Pitts, like 104 could be a lot of fun. But uh, give, give me Jefferson because he's amazing. I think that goes down to team need, to tell you the truth. If you uh, if you need a couple more pieces or if you're a contender, I, I would Don't hedge. Jefferson. Don't hedge. Pick a side, Thomas. I uh, hedge. <laughs> Moving on. Someone call the gardener. Get this, get this hedge cleared <laughs> off here. All right. We're going to something fast, something real fast. F1, Terry McLaurin, fantasy finish. This is a guy I think can be top five, all right? Oh, J. Mike, do you hate Terry McLaurin? No, I'm just – whatever you're about to say, I'm taking the over. No, listen, you're <laughs> going to point that finger down. We're going fantasy finish here, all oh, right? Oh, 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 yes, I'm sorry. So we're not going receiving, <laughs> all right? So Terry McLaurin fantasy finish, seven and a half I put it at. Oh, I have man. him as a top five guy. However, I feel like I'm a little crazy in my love. But guess what? I don't think I am. J. Mike, seven and a half under? Uh, give me give me the under because I think Terry's that dude. But man, like you have to be, you you have to have a really awesome season, like like great season to be top seven. Um, I think Terry does it, especially with Fitzpatrick. Give me the under. Oh yeah, the beard. I mean, we have a beard show going on. You know, we have two two point two five beards here. <laughs> two point. I was glad you gave me the quarter. Do you know that I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for the for the longest beard that doesn't connect? I have the world's I have the world's longest sideburns. <laughs> who said who, who said Tom was giving you the the point two five? Who said he wasn't giving himself a little bit more than one? <laughs> right. I mean, Jake and I are beards. Mike yeah, actually count over one. You get a you, you get a, you get a point zero five. All right. Do I bring a negative score to <laughs> the Russian judge scores you as a negative? <laughs> All right. F1, I have like I have McLaurin. like the reverse Adolf Hitler, and then just nothing that <laughs> nothing that connects. Over, over. You you're over. Yeah. He's not going to be top seven. Hmm. The show that the laughter came to like such an abrupt halt. Record you scratch. Thought somebody's mom just got slapped. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you make fun of the kitty hair that's on my face. I didn't. I just. I did some algorithms. This is all penciled on pre-show, like how girls do eyebrows. I do. I do this. Whatever. I like it, K. Fed. Okay, we'll just move on. AJ Brown targets. 106 over or under over over he had 106 last year the extra over. game and he's supposed to be healthy as opposed Shit, to the extra game being, all right 112 or whatever yeah i'll still take the over over all right see there you go j mike you forgot about the extra game like i finally, all I year, finally caught it i just <laughs> i just it got me it got it me. only took me all the show until this point yeah. <laughs> all right Brandon Ayuk, receptions, 67 and a half. Mm, great number. I great number. That's Vegas. That's Vegas. Great number. Great I, number. I'd love to take credit for that, but that's Vegas. I would have said it like 87 because <laughs> I love Brandon Ayuk. I mean, that's fine and all, but, man, they could if, – if, if we're – 
and, and people have said this, this isn't me breaking news here, but if if Trey Lance gets in, this could be an offense that is running it similar to the rate of Lamar Jackson and company in Baltimore. Like it could be just the run heaviest stuff that we've ever seen. And, and a lot of it being out of play action and the efficiency and the yards per catch are just through the roof. Like a lot of goodness there. Um, give me the over, but I'm, I'm nervous, but give me the over. I will follow suit. I, I feel the same way J Mike does as well. Like I, I, w- I want it to be the over because I love Ayuk this year. I have him as like a top eighteen guy. I think top fifteen. I, I think he, I think he does really well. But like J Mike said, I think that can come on the on the back of just a lot of efficiency and maybe some high touchdown numbers. I think it's also going to depend on how many games we get out of Debo as well. Yeah. So. If you look at how that offense is built, it's a lot of short targets, real quick hitters and everything. So even when Trey Lance gets in, I feel like this is an offense that was already built for him and they don't have to adjust anything. It might include a little bit more RPOs and running the ball like with him. But for the most part, I think you're still going to wind up seeing the same. <laughs> the, the past run splits not going to change as much as we all think. <laughs> BJ Hawkinson. This is a number, by the way. That I didn't come up with. I would have come up with like eight and a half touchdowns, five. TJ Hawkinson. I want to take the over. Um, if if Detroit is as bad as every pundit says that they're going to be, then five is going to be really hard to come by, probably. Uh, but I think he can bonk his head uh, and lead the team but in they, touchdowns. Yeah, they have to score some touchdowns. I mean, you hope, dude. Do right? they? Like that five number, I saw it and I was like, Are you wait, sure? <laughs> yeah. So I I don't get it. But but could five. they but could you look at them as being like Carolina last year where like somebody scores four and then everything's like three, 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 two, two, one. Like <laughs> just being real gross. Brashad Perriman. I don't even know if I can. I feel Amon like it's... <laughs> and I, who else? Tyrell Williams is up there, I think now. Um yeah. just a bunch of man receivers that don't really get you excited. DeAndre Swift could he lead the team? Perryman, bro. In? Perryman. I'm just saying. If, if we if we all get one stay away during the show, this will be the one I stay away from. Mm. Because mm. I also feel like a lot of his touchdowns are going to have to come outside of the red zone. I don't see too many too many tickets being punched to the red zone in in Detroit. Okay. All right, we got a couple more. Jerry Judy yards 920. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way. Uh, hopefully, you you all don't get a get a strike there um, from, from from the music business there and taking taking this video down, this podcast down. Uh, give me the over, Judy. Uh, listen, Ju- Judy was cooking last season, getting open left and right. Ideally, he catches more balls and doesn't let so many hit the turf. Uh, and you'd like to hope that Drew Locke will be pushing the ball, or if it's Teddy, that Teddy will give him his opportunities. Uh, I'll take the over. I feel like it's a little ambitious, but give me the over. This is the year that Judy takes over as the alpha in Denver. He's going to outproduce Corlin Sutton. And as bad as that situation was last year, I think Judy still had over 850 yards. He's he's not going to have this. He's not going to have the drop problem. 
I think the uh, the targets will be there as well. Um, his catch percentage last year was like 46, something absolutely atrocious, obviously on the heels of his drops as well. But it's not like he was getting the most accurate targets, whether it's uh, check down Teddy B or Drew Locke with his the, – the first time he's been in the NFL, but he's going to have the same system in back-to-back years. And I think that'll – I think that'll be uh, that, that'll be very beneficial for him, and you know how the saying goes that copper sharpens copper. So, yeah. So, what is the statistic that they use for like quarterback accuracy when it's close to a receiver or like not? I forget what it is, but Jerry Judy had like the worst <laughs> last year. Super Basically, target percentage. Super yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was it was just bad. I I don't think he's going to be this inefficient this year. I I love that number nine nine twenty. I think he's going to go over a thousand. I think he's that alpha this year. Um, another uh, alpha. Real quick, uh, on player profiler, just pull that up real quick. Uh, his catchable target rate was sixty two point eight percent, which like doesn't sound like all that bad, but that was one hundred fifth. And I don't know how this is. Uh, I don't know how this is conjured up but they also have a metric called target quality rating and that was 4.16 which was 100 in second i want to sneak this in real quick because i know you're finishing up your time when we're looking at number of wide receivers who had a thousand yards last year how many do you all think uh, had a thousand yards last year just total number of receivers just wide receivers not tight ends over a thousand yards for wide receivers 13 Cody, you got a number? 16. 16, exactly. Well done. Uh, what, what about the number of wide receivers who had more than 900 yards last season? 28. 23. 26. Jerry Judy was just on the outside of that with 856 last season. You had the extra game. You think the uptick in the offense and the consistency of quarterback and not having a game with Kendall Hinton – at quarterback, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, Judy, Judy on the over there. Yeah, all right, a uh, couple more. Tua over or under four thousand. Hmm. I want to say Taylor Waddle's going to have two thousand yards. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so he only needs two thousand more. That's it. Right. It can happen. I want to. I want to say over so bad, but I'm gonna lean under just because I, I'm. I've been I've been uh, waving this flag for the Miami for a little too mo- too little too long now. No, so you gotta season, say gotta over, bro. Two thousand four thousand yards, man. Come on, he'll hit that. I hope J so. Mike just looked up and saw the dolphin and was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like I forgot I've been what flag. This all up. Wait, what right, flag he, do I have again? Shit, I have. <laughs> That's I the have cutest little more. helmet on a dolphin I've ever seen. <laughs> Look at that bottlenose. <laughs> All right, I have Maybe two more. I just sat down. No one will see. Oh, Christ. I'm going to make you guys do some math in your brain. All right? Get, a, get the algorithm ready. All right? Lamar, passing and rushing yards, over or under 4,400 yards. I think the question is, can, can he get – can he get – 3200 in the air because as we've as we've often come back to um 
what's about 70-ish yards a game, right, for him to get to the 1,200-yard rushing. Um, and if he can do that, because that's 60-some-odd yards a game, 70 yards a game, which I feel like is child's play for him, and those games where he's going to go way over that, um, give me the over. But it, what makes me nervous about this is all of the pass catchers right now are the, the walking dead in Baltimore, except for, I think, Mark Andrews. So maybe maybe I want to start backpedaling. I'm nervous. But I think this is the, this is a step forward for, for Lamar. So give me, give me the over. I may be optimistic. I'm going to go under. They're just as, – as much as I want to say the over – and they obviously went out and got him those weapons for a reason. I think they do want him to take a step forward as a, as a passer. And we've already talked about Dobbins. We've talked about Edwards. Maybe a fewer – you know, a handful of fewer rushing attempts for him as well. We're going to go under. All right, so to give you a reference point, his passing over under is thirty four fifty, so that's well above your thirty two hundred. His rushing numbers nine forty five, so I think you are slamming the over on the rushing, Jay. I think I am. Yeah, I think I am. And you are really like hesitant on that that passing number. Correct. I think if everybody's healthy, if Bateman was healthy there, I think I'd be – I feel pretty good about it because I think I know what they want to do with the offense. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous, though. All right, so we're going to go one last QB here just to wrap it up. We're going to go Kyler, total yards, passing and rushing, 48-30. So we're, we're going over 4,000 yards, close to 4,200 probably – you know, 650 rushing yards get you there. I think that's a lot. Feels feels like a lot. You have the extra game, but it feels like I want to just so it's, keep choosing. So all it's these funny because so it, so it feels like a lot after I do it after Lamar, mm-hmm. which is why I did it this way, because they have him at 4150 for passing mm-hmm. and then 680 for rushing. Yeah, I could see that, though. Co- I can see that. Uh, right? Yeah. So when you break it up that way, it's a little bit more surprising because yeah. it feels like it's a lot of yards, especially after I just put it with Lamar, who, you know, you're hoping for 3,400 rushing yards. So that Kyler number is weird. Uh, that's, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I think he can get it pretty easily, but I'm not touching it. Hmm. <clears throat> I think it gets there. I think we see a step forward in his passing. So even if his rushing takes a, a tick back, I, I think he gets there. I think like a 5,000 total yard season could be in play for him. Mm. I mean, the, the addition of Rondell Moore, they haven't had that like underneath kind of horizontal threat, right? Like they've been going out and getting, you know, the, the Andy Isabellas and the Christian Kirks to, to push things downfield. You know, D-Hop being D-Hop, I, I think the addition of Rondell Moore will really open some things up. Yeah, I, I could I could see, like, I, I've already taken the over on this, Tom, and whenever, <laughs> whenever I took uh, for his passing, uh, and I think it was 40-50 when I took it, or like 4,100, and I think it's moved up since. Um, like I said, even if his rushing takes a, a step back slightly, I, I think he can get there. 
I like it. All right, I'm going to go lightning round real quick to you guys. Just say over or under. Travis Kelsey, 1,300 yards. Over or under, Cody? Over. Over. Mahomes, 5,050 yards. Over or under, Cody? So much. Uh, uh, under, I, I guess. Stay away. <laughs> under. Stay away. Okay. All right. Uh, Stefan Diggs, 106 receptions. J. Mike. Over. Push. Wow. On the on the dot. All right. CMC, total yards, 1850. Gosh. So many yards. Under. But I don't feel great. Over. All right. Those are all Vegas numbers. Those are all the numbers that I have for you guys. Whew. Nicely right. done. So, well done. So six hours later, we're finally done. But yep. you know what? I had fun doing it. This is my favorite I'm, kind of show. I didn't I didn't have to prep for anything. I'm not gonna have to edit anything. Yeah. So any anytime you want to do this, buddy, you, you just let me know. <laughs> I love the kind of show where I don't have to do shit except show up. It's my kind of thing. And just too. be right. Just show up and be yeah. right. Yeah. Jay Mike, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for so good me. to see your face. Good to be with you guys. Appreciate appreciate the invite. Thanks for letting me in on the fun today. I appreciate it. Yeah, next time you come on, hopefully Robbie isn't busy doing God knows whatever he, that he is. I don't understand. He just. He thinks he's so important, doesn't he? I'm disappointed. That's all it is. I'm going to cry tonight. That's, I just, I'm choked up. Talk but about yeah. key, key cards and shit. You're not important. Stop. But yeah, that's all I got. Um, so this is basically Dynasty Talk for about six and a half seconds. Props. Just, you know, some some fun for this year just to prep you guys. So uh, this is a brain teaser. Just glad you guys could show up. Cody, J. Mike, thanks. Robbie, we'll hit you up next time.